Welcome to Living Faith, a podcast that we hope brings joy and encouragement to you in your daily walk of life. I'm Pastor Dan Benz. In 1986, the Boston Red Sox were poised to win the World Series for the first time since they'd traded away Babe Ruth. It was the fourth game of the series, and if the Red Sox won, they would go ahead in the series three games to one. Mookie Wilson stepped up to the plate and hit a dribbler down the foul line towards first baseman Bill Buckner. It was the kind of play where a professional baseball player is going to make it 99 times out of 100. But Bill Buckner didn't make the play. As he put his glove down, the ball went right underneath his glove and between his legs. And when he finally got the ball and threw it to the pitcher who was covering the base, it was too late. Wilson beat the throw and was safe. The Red Sox went on to lose the game and eventually the entire World Series. Now, Bill Buckner was an excellent player, had a great career. Unfortunately, most people remember him for the error that he made that day. He is constantly remembered as a loser when actually he was a very gifted athlete, except for one mistake. These days, there's a great premium on being a winner rather than being a loser. And what's sad about it all is that to be a winner, you must be willing to succeed on terms that someone else sets down. The way the world views things is to be a winner, you must score more points, have more things, be more sought after. Consequently, if you don't score more, have more, or seem to be more in demand, you must be a loser. Thankfully, the message of God's Word tells us something completely different. And the story of the rich man and Lazarus is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Now, by nearly every measurable earthly standard, Lazarus was a loser. He had nothing to offer. There was no money, no prestige, no honor attributed to him. He was probably even crippled, thrown at the gate of a rich man, left there to beg for alms. He was covered with sores, sores that could have been the result of sickness or disease or whatever. Dogs would come and lick his sores, and he had no way to stop them and he was hungry. What a pitiful sight he must have been, left to beg at the gate of a rich man with no friends except for stray street dogs. Nobody gave any thought to Lazarus. He was just another one of those poor, unfortunate losers in the world. And when Lazarus died, he probably didn't even have a proper burial. There were no mourners. There were probably those who thought he was just taking up space and was probably better off dead than he was alive. And then the other principal character in the story is a rich man. Now, our rich guy was fun to be around. When he did something, he did it upright. People loved to be around him, and he would spare no expense. Why, he was even nice enough to let Lazarus sit at his gate. Maybe he would even throw him some scrap now and then. In the eyes of just about everybody around, this guy was a winner. And when he died, it was a sad day for everyone. He was going to be missed. His robust living would not be seen again soon. But we know the rest of the story, don't we? They both died, and things were still different for them. You see, when Lazarus died, this lonely loser, as so many in the world would have seen him, was carried off to Abraham's side. To the Jew, that meant a place of paradise. He went straight from dogs breathing in his face to the comforts and joys of paradise. But what kind of escort did the rich man have into eternity? There was no peace, there were no friends, only the flames of eternal torment awaiting him. And to make matters worse, he could see Lazarus afar off at Abraham's side. 
and he longed for someone to show him just a little bit of pity, but there was none forthcoming. You see, the decisions we make for eternity are made in this life. We can accept Jesus and the love, grace, and mercy that he offers, the forgiveness that is ours as a result of his sacrifice for us at Calvary, or we can choose to embrace the ways of the world, following the things that this world offers and hope that that will be enough for us. But the unavoidable reality is that one day this life will end and we will face the destiny of eternity that we've chosen in this flesh. If you'd like to know more about how you can receive Christ into your life and know that you have an eternity in heaven waiting for you, reach out to us at livingfaith@northsidedixon.com, and we'll be happy to answer your questions and help guide you on your journey to Christ. God bless you. Have a great day. Living Faith is a ministry of Northside Baptist Church in Dixon, Illinois. For more information, go to northsidedixon.com or check out our mobile church app.